Humble Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proud to be part of the Rhymes with Geek Network. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I am El Blanco, and joining me is Doomy Doomer. What's going on? Not a whole hell of a lot, as usual. Mm-hmm. How about you? Couldn't help uh, but notice you were playing Ether 1. I was playing Bloodborne, and then I was playing some Ether 1, yes, on the PS4. How was Ether 1? Um, Kind of cool so far. Yeah. It's like, uh, it reminds me a lot of Mist, and even a little bit of like Bioshock. Yeah? Um, yeah, a little bit, like just the, I don't know, the way things are laid out, and it also reminds me of um, uh, Portal, in a way. Interesting. Not in gameplay or anything like that, just oh. like the feel of things, it's just like a mystery. Oh, is it, uh, yeah, it's Portal. supposed to be like a, is it like a it's a narrative-driven game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any real enemies or anything. It's like a puzzler. Um, I haven't come across any enemies. I've come across maybe one puzzle so far, or maybe two puzzles or so. Nothing crazy. Uh, right. Very simple to figure out. Um, hoping it ramps up in the next chapter. Sure. But um, one thing I, I have to complain about is the lack of inversion for controls. Um, oh, stop. Just, just I, stop being weird with your controls. I don't know how in this day and age any developer can be like, Let's just not do inversion. Uh, I don't know how in this day and age anyone still plays inverted. I think real gamers play inverted. I think communists play inverted. That may be, but <laughs> it makes more sense to me. Uh, if you look down at the controller, if you pretend your head is on top of the stick, which direction would you press to look forward or down? Towards me. No, no. Not if your head is sitting on the stick. No, that's so how I do it. The controller's down on the desk, right? And your head's on top of the stick. Which right. way would you, which way would you point the stick to look down? Towards me. <laughs> so you would look, you would look up. Your head would go back and look up. If you think your your neck is the stick, here, your head's let's, on look, top let's of look at this way. My head's not on the controller, and when I want to look up, I push forward, and when I want to look back, I push, <laughs> I pull back on the stick, because it's down. No, that makes no sense. Forward is up, back is down. You you've actually inverted it. To me, that's inverted. To me, that's that's wrong. Well, then if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. You just if need you to... were flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> if you which direction would you sandwich? pull the stick to go down? <laughs> am, am I? Am I? Oh, I was going to make a. Uh, a, t- a terrible know. German German pilot comment, but I guess I think that might be too soon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but I, I like it so far. Good. Uh, Ether one, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a little clunky on like the movement, mm-hmm. and there's already some like funky like textury bugs in the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The the captions are delayed from the actual vocals, which is kind of frustrating. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah, but the story so far is is very interesting. What was it? What was it? What's the base of the story? Uh, you go into somebody's memories to help them um, mentally. Like you, you jump in somehow. You dive into their brain and and uh, try to like. This is what you're being told. I don't think that's what's going on. Yeah, so that's kind of Inception, isn't it? Oh, there's actually an Inception sound. Oh, they have the button. There, as soon as you um, turn, on the, turn on the chair, which is how you get into people's like brains, you turn on the animus. It goes dong, inception. <laughs> well, well, that's fine. I mean, you can get it right now for free on the PSN if you're a Plus member. Yeah, I would definitely suggest doing that if you are a Plus member. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it reminds me of Mist. So I like Mist a lot. Mist was great. Yeah. It was infuriating when you get to the yellow submarine part, but oh god, it was uh, it was great. It was, I mean, yeah, it was a great. But game. this is one of those games like where it's sort of timeless. I mean, I know it doesn't look the best, but it's sort of timeless in that I can go and play it right now and I'd still have a great time. Missed or missed, e- yeah. And um, you can play like on your it, phone at this point. Oh, I don't know if I'd. Oh my god, I don't think I would do that. I would go crazy screen touching things but like that that game like when you completed a puzzle you felt great about yourself <laughs> yeah i couldn't get past the sequel 
I know there's a couple sequels, but I, I I've only played the second sequel, Riven. I think yeah, I, I, yeah, I actually never did. And there's just way too many paths in the very beginning, and I was just like, oh fuck this, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> I just I never went back. I, I should try it again. Oh. In any event, yeah. Oh, and Bloodborne. I've been playing Bloodborne, um, which is outstanding. Hmm. I, I think if there's one game that would if you don't have a PS4 and one game that would make you buy a PS4, it should be Bloodborne. It's not Destiny? No, because you could buy that on Xbox 360, PS3. Uh, but there's exclusive weapons to the PS4. Yeah. Or PlayStation. Just, That's probably on the PS3. It's painted well. differently. No, they can't get the Vex Mythoclast. Or the Hawkmoon. Or... Yeah, I don't really care. I forget a couple <laughs> of ones. No, I don't care either. But um, yeah, Bloodborne. Oh my god, I'm having such a great time with that. Uh, each time I've died so far, I've been able to resurrect my blood echoes or whatever. So I, I got them back. Thank oh. God. So um, not like uh, in Dark Souls where they all f- you lose your collected souls. And... It's exactly like Dark Souls, but um, it, just like in Dark Souls, if you die, you get one chance to go back there to live in the moment. Your, you own you it. Get your your. You never back. let it go. And uh, that's exactly how. Bloodborne is, and hmm. I, I seriously, I took out these freaking huge wolf things, and like this big Frankenstein dude with a brick, a rock of some kind. There are some gigantic enemies in that game. Well, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I was across this bridge, I took out these guys, and I get to this like opening, and it, just like in Dark Souls, you want to find a flame mm-hmm. um, to kindle and sit down, and then that like saves your game. Oh right, right. Well, I'm looking for one of these fucking lanterns. And I'm like, well, there's got to be one down there, you know. So I walk down Uh-oh. this path, doors shut behind me, just like in Dark Souls. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch! I hear like this huge monster thing jump across and lands on the bridge thing. And I'm like, oh god damn it! I was not ready. Oh, but I killed it. Oh good, so first you... shot. Oh nice. So you're leveled up pretty good then. Nope. Oh. <laughs> nope. Not at all. I maybe played maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> that's okay yeah it's definitely easier than the Souls games really? yes um, I think your movements have something to do with that mm-hmm. like because you're faster than you were in the Souls games oh so okay. are the enemies the enemies are insanely fast in this game they are really cool looking though I gotta give them that like oh, this thing was crazy it had like a head of a horse and it had like these crazy things going on like tentacles Jesus crazy. the chimera yeah. yep that's exactly what it looked like Gonna splice together. Monster. Yeah, I've only seen some, not all, but you know, different various, uh, you know, let's plays and stuff. Where like, is there guys on carts or that drag a cart or something that come after you? And I mean, everybody looks like they're at least like four stories tall when you fight them. Um. Well, I, I I've come across quite a few guys, and they all have like a varied look to them. Like, there's guys with guns, there's guys with swords and torches, there's Guys look like werewolves, but they're all bigger than you, aren't they? Like, isn't like doesn't it, or is that just what I see online? Like, it seems like all the enemies are like no, not all dwarf them, you. Not all of them, but there are definitely some large, large enemies in this game. Do you think you'll buy this? I know you're renting it right now. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really good. Wow. Okay, I beat the clerical beast, or the cleric beast. Uh, let's. It's got like, it's crazy looking. Oh god, that's when you type in cleric, that comes up <laughs> in Google. That's awesome. I Holy don't think crap! That's that thing. I don't think it's the first boss either. I I think I got lucky. It looks like it looks like it's from the humanoids. Uh, I must have gotten lucky then, because that thing. Yeah, it was. It looks kind of like decompose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, and what I did basically, my strategy was to keep running. <laughs> well, well, no, because you have uh, we sort of you have a um a, a bar for stamina. No. Yes. Uh. So if you run that shit down, you can't dodge and you can't hit. You can still run, sort of, but you can't. It's not useful. Mm. So I, I ran around his legs as best I could and just like dodged behind him every time to get behind his back and keeps you know swiping and swiping swiping and as soon as he would like hit me you have a chance to hit him back to regain the life that he took from you is that always like that or yes. is that just this particular character like 
No, that's that's how this game is, um, which oh. is a little different than how the Souls games were. Yeah. Again, that, that I think, um, I I think they made it a little bit easier, but I don't want to make this game sound like it's easy main mm. stretch because you can get yourself in a hairy situation with, with the beginning guys, which I have. Um, but mm. yeah, that's how I beat him. I basically did that and went through his legs and kept going around his back. I used maybe like ten health files. <laughs> Out of how many? I think I had like 18. Oh, okay. That's not, yeah. <laughs> not bad. A lower yeah. half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, he he's enormous. Totally yeah. looks like he's from the Inhumanoids. I don't even know what the hell it is. The Inhumanoids? It's an yeah. old toy line from the 80s. It was a, there was a cartoon that went with it like everything else in the 80s. And it's Inhumanoids. There, were the, there was a character named Decompose, kind of like had a horse skull kind of looking thing, and had a, his oh. rib cage exposed. And he would, if he touched you, you would decay, or he could put you in. Jesus, his... this is for kids. Yeah. What the hell is this <laughs> thing called again? Inhumanoids. Inhumanoids. Decompose. Oh my god. Oh, I remember this shit. Yeah, he like blood and stuff. Wow. Ta-da! That is crazy that this is for kids. Eh, these are gigantic toys you could get. They were cool. Yeah. Anyway. It was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's... uh. So so you're having a good time with this game then? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Totally. You totally recommend it? Um, Yeah. I, I really haven't played my PS4 much other than Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Nice. I've been, I've been playing old PSP, an old PSP RGB, RGB, oh god, I'm at work. RPG? RPG on yeah. on, on, uh, on my Vita. Nice. But, uh, no, that is pretty cool. I guess to, to move into something that's not so cool, <laughs> I, I would, you know, briefly, because, you know, we'll get into some other stuff, but did you see or read anything for the Prisoner of Elders? Honestly, I, I, I've meant to. Gave you that link. I know. It just it wasn't on my Kinda to-do depended list. depended you on you because you have experience in this type of shenanigans. Well, why don't you explain to us what you what you saw? And then I can... Well, I saw Deej, one of the other developers, and Professor Bowman, who screams so loud when he plays that you just... I had to turn the sound off. Oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he was just, you know, I, I he just he ugh, he was obnoxious. I was like, I got to turn the sound off. I can't deal with you, you know. Wow. But it's arena battle. Okay. You start off in this airlock area. You're you can you can do between. Um, I think it starts at level twenty eight, and you can do like level thirty, thirty two, and thirty four for these uh, battles. When you do the higher level ones, you can get your ethereal light. So. Okay. So you have three different, um, I don't know, prison, we'll call them prison sections, right? Okay. Each one has three rounds. So you have three waves to go through. And each one, as the waves progress, like you'll get, critical things you have to do like you have to disarm or destroy these uh splinter mines or you have to take out a vip and if you don't you die and just start all over again because you upset the warden oh this sounds like um for example the first raid if you didn't kill the you didn't if you didn't do a certain thing uh you would get cursed and then oh the the, the oracles the oracle yeah, yeah. exactly that's what it sounds like. It kind of, it, it's kind of like, I guess, in that respect. It's exactly like, like it. Yeah, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't complete this objective, it, you know, it's a wipe and you you start again. Wow. Okay. Um, that's lame. They they are. There's no real like safe spot to like, you know, sit hide or and camp or whatever like and like take your time. It's pretty much just chaotic mess of guys everywhere just coming at you. And naturally, they are. More instead of being like just made like majors and ultras, you know, and just hordes coming at you. Um, after you do, you'll do, you'll do, there's the cabal one, 
you do three rounds of the Cabal, then you do a Hive one, three rounds of that, and then you do a Fallen one, three rounds of that, then you progress to the first boss, and then you progress to the final boss. Okay, so it's, the bosses are back-to-back? Yeah. That's weird. You can't get to the bosses until you complete the nine rounds. And then you get to the first boss, and then you get to the second boss. So this is meant to be and each time, like each a time, time a, killer. Yeah, and each time a round starts, they'll tell you what modifiers are active, whether it's, you know, um, uh, arc or whatever. There's oh, also just like Halo. There's also things that will inhibit you, like you, you, your, uh, your grenade replenishment might be slower or your super replenishment might be slower. Like there is some kind of like um, opposite effect as, you know, as modifiers as opposed to perk kind of modifiers. Right. Huh. Um, now, I watched the Twitch stream. The guys did it on uh, level 34. Right. It felt like they played for two hours. I'm not, I lost track of time because I was like, Whoa. Did they get through it? No. <laughs> hmm. No, okay. not. Um, wow. I noticed a lot of people in the, because the chat flies by so freaking quick in, yeah, sure. on Twitch. I, don't, I, I wish you could slow it down, like, you know, but I, if there's a way to do it, I couldn't find it. Oh, there's billions of people watching or whatever. You know, so... Not billions, but... Uh, there were, there were, it was, oh, it was like 100,000 people up on, you know, watching yeah. the stream. It was, it was, it was incredible. Like, the amount of, like... But it was... For me, I was like, well, this doesn't look great. <laughs> you know, it's, mm. you know, yeah, you're... You, you, you know, yeah, it, it's your... PVE instead of the PVP thing. It's supposed to take the... You're not getting a raid. This is like a raid level event, they're calling it. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I was watching it. I was like, it just... It seems exhausting. I was exhausted watching them play. I was like, boy. You know, and it looks like it's so repetitive, which is a big problem that they Bungie cannot seem to get around with Destiny. You know, it seems... Overly repetitive. Yeah. So, you know, as... as Well, wait a minute. Let, let, hang on a second. Meh. Okay, so I got to get back to the whole time thing, right? So in, in in the raid, there are checkpoints. So let's say you, you did play for an hour and a half with, with your buddies, and you're like, okay, we got to take a break. We got to play again tomorrow. We're at, we're at a checkpoint. Is there any type of checkpoint system in this prison of elders. I haven't seen anything. I, I didn't see or hear anybody mention anything about So these guys being level 34s have played through it and they were playing for like two hours, you said? And, and these guys should be good at this game because they're, you know, they're a bunch of people. Well, you know, I, that I have, that I don't know if, just because they're developers, if they, natu- if they necessarily have to be good at their own game. No, well, because you, you don't know you don't you don't, they... you don't know how much time they get to play as opposed to developing. Mm-hmm. So judging from the lack of variety that we have, they're probably not developing a whole lot. It's it's been my understanding that the Bungie guys are really good at their games, at least from the Halo online experiences that I've come across Bungie people. And I assume um, they just handed you your ass as they walked by. Not all the time, but a lot of the times, yes. <laughs> I, I've watched them hand people their ass. Um, so I, I'm. How do you know they were bungee people? I, I think it was like a bungee day or something like that. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, they, like they, they've done in Destiny, where like bungee guys go into the Crucible and. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. It, um. Uh, what do you call it? So it it doesn't you know, I I don't know. It didn't really do a whole after like cause the trials of Osi- of Osi- of Osi- the trials of Osiris didn't mm-hmm. do anything for me at all. You know, it's just another variation of the Crucible. I didn't care. I was like, well, I don't play PvP because I just don't care to. You know, right. and so that that's out. Now, I had hopes for the prisons, the prisoner of elders, and I'm like, now I'm like, this doesn't look like fun. It looks like it's tedious. Yeah. You know, so right now the House of Wolves is kind of for me. Already, that's amazing. It's uh, yeah. Well, there's there's actually people like if you go to like uh, Planet Destiny and look this up, and just look through the comments. There are you know 
people who, you know, who are looking at it just saying like this, you know, this isn't good. This doesn't look great. You know, yeah. some are saying like, oh, I, I was hoping for more, but I guess, you know, at least it's something new. You know, there is a very, there is a very big division though between people who said this is awesome, this is just what I wanted, and you know, there's people. I think saying anybody like, who says that that it's awesome, um, you know, just like Apple, Apple could put out anything. They could put out like um, a brick that is painted white and has the Apple logo <laughs> on it, and the diehard fans will buy it. You know, and I think it's the same thing with with this, just like any bungee stuff. Um, the hardcore fans will buy it and be like, "This is amazing, more content," you know. And really, yeah. it's it's like, well, Jesus Christ, we spent we spent thirty five dollars for the dual combo, but if people want these separately, it's tw- it's uh, twenty bucks each, right? Nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a DLC that doesn't really have anything. It just seems like it's hollow, you know. You get like maybe a couple days worth of content, and right? Then, you know, it's it's grind fest. Well, here's a here's a comment. On on Planet Destiny, the guy just says, "Well, I don't know if it's a guy." You know, um, they say, "Well, this is just as disappointing as I thought it'd be. <laughs> it's little more than a polished horde mode. Mm. It seems to me that Bungie just got lazy and decided to take it e- take the easy way out, other than out instead of making another like instead of making uh, decided to take the easy way out rather than make another raid." There we go. I don't think they necessarily see that. That's kind of like. I don't think you can say that. No, know, I don't I necessarily think they were lazy. I just, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot that has to go into making the raids. I think probably what happened was they, they have timelines and they can't meet the, they can't meet the need with the timelines they have set forth. Right. Uh, at least not with this current project. Oh, here's another one. I'm a little bummed that this new mode seems more like a bunch of targets to shoot with bullet bosses, majors, and ultras to take down. I would also have liked to be rewarded with something for completing a round because you don't get any you, you don't get any reward until you complete the entire thing. Um, yeah, you know, give us some ethereal light or moats or strange coins or anything for that matter. Like so, Drops. he ha- he had, or I don't know if it's he, but th- they have a good point. This is, you know, saying, yeah, you, know, you do not get anything, un- you know, it's in a way it's like the nightfall in that, that particular case. Yeah, you know, you don't get anything till you complete the entire thing. So I, I looked at, it, I was like, well, I mean, we'll try it, but it's just like, uh. yeah, I mean, it might be a lot of fun. Uh, I just can't see me sitting there and playing horde mode, right? Um, like, so you know what? For instance, the level twenty-eight. That's just, that's the lowest level you can play. Yeah, um, your rewards are something for the house of judgment. That's the, um your points i guess towards the cuz the the guy the the fallen character that you talk to who right. to get into the uh the prison of elders you can buy stuff from them right so you get house of judgment you get a cryptarch engram you only get 6 vanguard marks and 25 vanguard reputation points so it's like <laughs> okay um at, you uh if you do it on level 32 you get 200 House of Judgment, I guess, marks or points or or reputation, I guess, I should say. An armored core, I can't read the rest because it's cut off. You know, and then you don't get, um, then you get like, if you go to the level 34, you get the 300 House of Judgment, I guess, points, a weapon core, an ethereal light. You know, it just starts going up from there. Like, And then you right. can get to like, I'm sorry, it's level 35 arena is the highest one. 28, 32, 34, 35. Uh, the lower levels, the lower level of 28 will matchmake. The other one, you have to have uh, a three-man fire team. Okay. You know, so... So, you, of your friends, like, you can't just... Right. It won't matchmake. No. Level 28 will, the easy one. Um, but outside that, you need to bring you need to bring two people with you. Okay. Well, that's not that big of a deal. No, no, no. It's much easier to get a full fire team than it is to get six people together for a raid. That's very true. So, Unless you're in Joy Rock, then you seem to have infinite of infinite amount of Destiny friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the millions mm. of adoring Destiny fans. Yeah. 
Even he's a bit uh, timid about this, he said. Well, it. what I would have liked to have seen is maybe them taking a step back so like, maybe we should have fleshed out some story. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having, like, a good narrative to your to your game. It kind of adds to the whole mythos to the whole thing. I, I knew we weren't going to get story. No, I know, but, you know, one can always hope because this one, this particular DLC was further out than the other, than House of Wolves. Mm, yeah. But, I'm sorry, uh, other than the Dark Below. But, you know. Oh, right, right, right. I know you meant. Yeah. So, it doesn't look that great to me. Um, I know Parrothead was excited for the Trials of Osiris. I was like, but, I was like, but you don't. PvP? I was like, you don't play Crucible at all. <laughs> I was like, remember we went to the Iron Banner, and I got two kills, and you got like four hundred deaths. That's amazing. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it for more than like a couple rounds. I just get just annoyed because it's oh, not really well. The trials of Osiris is long. Like you get that, you get your scorecard. Right, right. You, you have to fill it. You fill ten. Well, you can fill up to ten slots, but you know. See again, like. But three, three, three losses send uh-huh. you back. You have to get a whole new scorecard. See, that's what I'm saying. Like this whole thing, like Bungie talks about how they listen to people and how all this other bullshit. And really, they don't listen. <laughs> they they don't. They they say they listen. They pretend they listen. They do certain things that we want, but uh, in the great scheme of things, they don't listen. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are complaining that you have to do all these things uh, to get raid armor. Or you have to, you know, it it can take it can take a certain somebody no time at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna argue that because I know people who get raid armor. The first time through, they have no problem playing raids. They go right through. Right. People like us, um, who are, I guess, more casual when it comes to Destiny, who don't want to spend, you know, copious amount of time grinding, mm-hmm. um, we don't see that. You know, you don't really see that kind of reward. And I have a feeling this is going to be the same way. It sounds like it. Like, you're going to be able to... I, I don't like when you you have to go 100% to something and to get something back in a the game. There should be, like, mm-hmm. some type of, like incentive to get there other than the end result because mm-hmm. it's the journey for me it's not necessarily the you know complete completion oh i say yeah you want something to compel you to go forward like you know whether it's a story or just drops just friggin' drops why aren't the drops from the bad guys random where it's like oh my god i, I just started playing but holy shit i just picked up this amazing gun like why isn't it randomized like that like i don't I yeah, they didn't do that. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't do it that way. I mean, we did our. I think we did a pretty damn good fair share of grinding. Yes, in the beginning. You know, that's not. Uh, I you know we. I won't do it anymore though. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm cured of that. Thank God. No, I go on and I play. You know, with just with with Parrot Head or Titan Thumper. I don't grind on anything. The, the most, the only thing I did recently that was a grind. Um, I just wanted to see. What I would get, you know, when you take the husk of the pit and you evolve it to like the legendary auto rifle, and I was just like, eh, "What the hell?" You know, How'd that go. Eh, it went fine. I did it, and I was like, "Okay." Is it any good? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, they nerfed almost all the auto rifles, so they're like <sighs> garbage, except for like uh, the up for anything, mm-hmm. um, which I actually have, oddly enough. Um, that one's still pretty good, but like the Soros regime, which kind of got nerfed up a bit, you know, it just, they kind of really took down the auto rifle and, you know, made them, uh, well, they're glorified bullet hoses. Didn't that, isn't that what, um, Gathalian said? Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it was all right. I did it. I was like, okay, if I want to make it, if I want to evolve it to this legendary auto rifle, which sounds like it has some cool perks, you know, it gives you an elemental damage and all. I have to complete the Crota raid on hard, and it's a rare drop for this item, this material to evolve it. So 
I could play the Crota Raid on hard once and get it, or I could play it a hundred times and not. So I was like, I don't care enough. <laughs> you know, so that's my thing with, you know, with looking at this new stuff. I'm like, I don't know if I care enough. Yeah, I know we're supposed to see the next, I don't know, installment of the Destiny franchise this fall. Hmm. <sighs> You know, it's, you know, they're, they're, the rumors are spinning about that's going to be called, you know, because originally when that image was leaked and it showed like the Destiny timeline or the, you know, Bungie's Destiny timeline, it was, ref- the Destiny 2 was referred to as Comet. Um, but they had just recently uh, trademarked the logo for something called the Taken King, which looks like um, okay. a hive, a hive kind of logo. <sighs> So, yeah, so it's kind of like, it's, you know, so I guess the next big, you know, big, that that's, I just sent you the link to this so you can see, okay. yeah. you know, it's, I guess it's, it's going to be part of the next big chunk, like mm-hmm. download that you'll, will purchase to, for the next, you know, because as you had said, like, we're just going to see like, you know, small DLC packs, like we, like we just got with the Beast like we'll get with House of Wolves and that we've gotten with the Dark Below. Yeah. And then we'll see large, you know, bigger expansions to download. You know, they'll just like click into your existing game. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's how I'm, that, I mean, I agree with you. That's how I'm taking it. But, it, I mean, I guess at this point, I hate saying it, it is what it is. I mean, it's... I don't mind so much that... No, I don't mind that. I'm just saying like what we're getting... It isn't yeah. great. Yeah, I don't. So far. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, I I had I had read that Activision between this and um, uh, Hearthstone made like a made like a billion dollars, or yeah. just near a billion. So I mean, like, that's a huge chunk of money for two games to bring in. Yeah. I mean, and the Destiny user base is like in the millions. So I mean, like. There is something there. Is there? Yeah, there's got to be something. Does there? Like, you know, is. <laughs> I don't know. I, it I, is I more fun be... to play when you're farting around with friends on there. I have. To, I still. Ha- I but still even have, that you know, to me, like even that to me, like mileage varies like that big time. And it can laws of diminishing returns. And for me, even when I'm playing with friends, we're just doing the same shit over and over again. And that's. It's again. It's no different from me playing by myself, playing these things over and over again. Well, I I get a different experience when I play with friends. You know, if I'm playing with Titan Thumper or Parrothead or both of them together, you know, because you know, goofy things can happen. How many times do you think you've killed that big eyeball thing on Earth? Sepkus Prime. Yeah. Too many. <laughs> I I think we've probably I don't each killed him a couple hundred times. I, I yeah I I don't even I yeah I don't that's a stat I don't want to know. Yeah, I would rather not know how many times I've killed. Uh, <laughs> crime. Well, I we've we poured at least two hundred plus hours into this game. I think I'm near three hundred. Yeah, oh, I before I finally quit, I, I that's where I was. I think. Uh, hours. Yeah, hours. I don't even have the app on my phone anymore. I was gonna check. I removed it. <sighs> Quite on my app, I have three days. Logged into this game. <laughs> That's it? That can't be right. That doesn't sound right at all. Oh, you know what? I deleted the app at one point. I wonder if that mattered. That's weird. It should just give you your stats of how how long you've played the game. It says I've only played 250 games. Something's not right with my app. Wow. I think I've played more than 250 games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I It's... Yeah, that, I think there's something slightly off on my, uh, on my, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. It just, it, that's where we're at with Destiny. If you want to see more, I'm sure there's a myriad of videos on YouTube that you can check out. As of now, when the House of Wolves comes out, I'll probably be playing The Witcher 3. Oh, yeah, that's coming out. Same day. That's a, that's a shame. Poor Witcher. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I will try the House of Wolves stuff, but eh. 
you know? All right. Enough Destiny stuff. Yeah. So. Let's talk about uh, some indies. Yeah, we've, you've said it before, and I've agreed that the indie games it seem to, seems to be more where we're getting the more fun. You yeah. Know, where you're getting some really cool stuff coming out, like uh, I helped kickstart Dragonfin Soup. Which Did it ever come like, out? Uh, it's soon. Uh, the last update was uh, it, that they will that will be launching soon, but it's um, it looks like an old SNES uh, RPG. Which, mm. I mean, come on, how many you you've poured many many an hour into that style game? And I was all I, when I saw, it, I was like, uh, you know, and read through the campaign, watched some of the stuff. I was like, well, I got I would love to play this. You know, it, it looks. I mean, it, the graphics aren't like, you know, like something you're going to see in like uh, Bloodborne or whatever. But it still looks like really cool. A lot of hell of a lot of fun. And there's a there's other stuff I like. You know, like I helped kickstart Mech Runner. It's you know it's a runner mm-hmm. game, but it still looked like it'd be a, you know. I was like, well, this runners look. are stupid. Yeah, it's like they're. I think you're, they're f- you're stupid for for uh, supporting that. Well, you know stupid. what? They support inverted. Do they? Yeah. You don't. You wouldn't need that, though. <laughs> I don't know. I was just throwing that up. Inverted left and right. Yeah. So sometimes, weird. so sometimes it's right, right. That would just be strange. Yeah. But so we did, we were decided to go on to Kickstarter and check out some or other. It doesn't have to be Kickstarter. No. Um, crowd funded or there you go. crowdsourced, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There you go. All right. So. I, mine, I looked on Kickstarter because I'm on there a lot, checking, poking around. So I'll let you start off. What did you, you find? And where did you find it? Uh, okay, well, I found one called Night Terror. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually I heard about this from a friend on Facebook. They posted it. And uh, okay. it, it, the initial picture just got me right away. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. I'm going to check it out. Um, but they pen it as an ultra-immersive gaming experience that transforms your environment into a terrifying hellscape. And this wow. is via Indiegogo, their page on Indiegogo. Okay. We'll put links to everything. Yep. Yep. Um, basically, it's a horror augmented reality mobile game for your cell phone. And Really? Uh, augmented yeah. reality? Yep. So okay. It's kind of cool because it, not many games do this. There's plenty of augment, augmented reality games I've played. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I've I played... Augmented reality games back on the old Nokia smartphone. I had a six thousand something How? series smartphone. It had a camera. It was a Symbian phone, so it was actually had apps oh, and stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So I mean, this isn't necessarily a new idea, but um, sure. how how they're going about executing it is kind of cool. Um, so the camera maps out your environment. You walk around your house, and you you, you move the camera how it instructs you to do so initially before you play so it maps out your house in like a 3d you know pseudo 3d map and then wow. um, <laughs> yeah and then so like anything inside the game will be on the, the plane of 3d that you'd expect it to be on when you're looking through your your uh, screen oh, wow and you have to play in the dark <laughs> damn it um uh. yep you gotta play in the dark uh, it, it it seems to, the gameplay seems to involve walking around your house while shit like will jump out at you or if you have to look in a mirror or something like that for oh. some reason. <laughs> and you have to rescue a little girl who's lost in the house. Oh, um, damn. And then you have to survive. And there's something else they said you have to do, that, but they're not saying. Not so, crap like, yourself? Well, yeah, exactly. I, I think that the actual... The, the true purpose of the gameplay they're not giving away yet because it's probably going to be like a surprise type of thing. But um, I don't know. It seems really cool. It uses like real physical dummies and makeup with actors and stuff like that instead of uh, CG. Mm-hmm. So it's all very much so like how an older horror movie would utilize special effects. Wow. Which just to me is outstanding. I mean, Jesus, I, I love, I prefer old school gore um, compared to today's CGI gore, mm-hmm. hands down. Wow! So th- this looks really cool. That, that um, does sound cool. <laughs> yeah, it's called Night Terror. I forget the name of the company uh, who's working on it, but I anyway, we'll post all that. But uh, yeah, 
That was my one. Um, I have another one, but I stole mm -hmm. from you, so it's, it might be one that you you found. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go next then. Yeah, you go next. Okay. Um, the first one that hit me when I was on Kickstarter, I was like, oh, see, because I love platformers. Mm -hmm. um, it's Yuka and Lili. Oh, that's Lili. what I was going to say. Uh -huh. It's from the guys who brought you Banjo and Kazooie and Donkey Kong Country. Right. Um, they have now a new studio. It's not rare. It's um, Platonics. Mm -hmm. And the little blurb that you can get from there on their Kickstarter is uh, Yuka and Lili is an all-new 3D platformer with the creative talent behind Banjo and Kazooie. <laughs> Help you can't, me. You can't do it. Banjo and Kazooie there you go. and Donkey Kong Country Games. We've come together to form Platonic Games and create a spiritual successor to our most cherished work from the past. Now, they added some interesting things to uh, the game. Like, you have you, all platforms have a collectible system. You coins, rings, whatever the hell you're picking up. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. These, as you pick up your collectible stuff, you can spend them on your, the world itself to expand your, your game world that you can travel in. Okay. You know, so, excuse me, and there's, they've introduced Platonics, which is, they joke saying like, did the, you know, because it's the same name as the, their studio, like, did the, because Platonics is a unique modifier they're using to customize the game to suit your style. So they're saying like, you know, did the modifier come first and we take our name from it or then we, you know, name from the studio. I was like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Now, and they still learn to have the whole, you know, special moves from Yuka, who looks like a gecko, kind of, you know, she's like tongue grapple, and Laylee is a, is a bat with a giant nose, has mm -hmm. tactical sonar blasts. You know, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, like, that you would expect to find in a 3D platformer. And when I saw all this, I was like, well, crap. <laughs> They've already raised over like over a million pounds. Ooh, you know, it's like two million dollars. It's a lot of it's a lot of dollars. So like they <laughs> they've raised a boatload of freaking money, and there's still plenty of time left in the uh, if anybody wants to get in on the Kickstarter for them. There's still time. And it's just amazing the amount of money that they've. You know, they're fully well fully funded. Uh, you know, from where they were, uh, from from what they were trying to, I'm just trying trying to find um, what they were asking for and what they're uh, what they're at now. Since this is five dollars, uh, yeah, five dollars. We want one dollar. Yeah, they have they have 39 days to go. They're at 1.4 million pounds. They were only looking to get a pledge of 175,000 pounds. Wow. So I mean, like they have they have over 44,000 backers for this. So it's just amazing, like, the amount of, like, support that just poured in for this game. And I, for one, I will probably jump in on this Kickstarter, because I would love to have this. Hmm. Not, not that they really need my help at this point. Right. You know? But what's the next game you got? Um, well, I was just looking recently. Um, I wasn't going to mention this. I was going to mention the one you just did. Mm -hmm. But uh, a game called Apartment. Apartment. Yeah, it it looks kind of like again like a, the Ether One or Mist style game, um, very story driven though, um, and uh, this is on Kickstarter, mm -hmm. and I think it was nominated at the 2015 Independent Games Festival. Yeah. Oh yep. wow. It, um, and it, it just it seems like that type of like first person, um, explore the world with puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I believe it's going to be for PC though, so because you can get a demo now. Oh, but cool. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if eventually they'll make it for the other consoles. But still, if you have Steam, you know that'd be that'd be very cool. Um, I, I like the idea that this game is story driven. Um, I don't think there's enough story driven games today. Mm -mm. I think a lot of games today are um, let's figure out the game mechanics and then let's write the story around the game mechanics. Right. This seems more like it's uh, it's got characters that they're fleshing out, and you know the the game mechanics will complement that. Um, and uh, so, you know, this looks really cool. Uh, the art style looks pretty cool. Um, it doesn't 
doesn't really look like it's going to be a big project. I think it's only a $20,000 goal, and there's 20 days to go, but they're already at $12,000 and oh, 320 so backers. Oh, yes, yeah, so they're more than halfway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you check it out. Uh, it definitely has that, like, at-home feel. Um, <laughs> well, no, that, that's – I'm sorry, not at home. <laughs> oh. Go, gone home. Oh, gone home. oh. It has a very – like, it seems like it has that kind of feel to it, and I really enjoyed Gone Home. And again, that was a game that was uh, driven by story. The only reason why I'd walk around this house, this just regular old house, is to keep unfolding the story, and that's what this game seems like. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And again, I, I really don't have too much information on it because I, I just, you know, found it as like a like a B side kind of thing in mm-hmm. case I in case you mentioned the banjo and kazooie. Other game. one. <laughs> what the hell is it called? Oh, uk- ukulele. Sorry, ukulele. Right. Ukulele. Right. Ukulele. Yeah, I get it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I made a mistake. Is it banjo kazooie or banjo and kazooie? I always said banjo and kazooie. I think it's banjo kazooie though. Oh, was it just banjo kazooie? Yeah. Oh my god! All these years. When oh was it? God. When was yeah. the '64 out? Nineteen ninety what? Five? Four? <laughs> what, what the hell's the logo look like? Oh my god. So okay, here's so all these let's just go back. Let's just go back years. Quick. Let's just go back real quick to Ukulele. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holy crap, how can they get away with like it looks like the logo is stolen directly from Banjo Kazooie. Like this how it the just, letters it are. It is all just placed. Banjo Kazooie. Oh my god, all this fucking time. Now compare that to Ukulele. I feel like such a Dipshit. Yeah, you should. Uh oh. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like it. Now well, com- compare uh, it is. Well, compare compare their their new logo for whatever the hell their company's called now. Platonic? Platonic. Compare the the colors and like format layout compared to the rare logo. Doesn't look anything like it. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. The actual form of it doesn't look like it, but it's got the same exact colors. That's the same blue, and it's the same gold. Oh, rare is green and gray. No, it's not. It is now. Well, okay, but look at the Banjo. Are you looking at Banjo-Kazooie? Like the old... Yes, the, okay, the new logo is different. and looks like something Microsoft uh, created. Um, but the old logo, I mean, come on, look at it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to look, look at it. Okay. Let's see. I'll take a quick look. Uh, well, okay, blue and gold, but that's you know you can't. <laughs> Looks you can, exactly like it. You can't lock. You can't have a lock on blue and gold. No, no. But if Apple can get a lock on rectangle phones, then yeah, it's different. <laughs> I think actually, I think they're arguing that it wasn't different. But <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> it's different because of reasons. Yeah, reasons. You know, reasons and things. So, do you have anything else? I do. I do, I do. Um, I found a game Did that you? is called Starfighter Incorporated. It's, uh, as they say... You didn't find that. That's on the front page of Kickstarter. It wasn't when I found it. Uh-huh. Is it on the front page now? Yes. Good for them. Yeah. Um, Good for you for looking on the front page. At least no, I dug deep. It wasn't on the front page when I looked. Page two. I found it on page two. It was on my phone when I looked. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, it's called Starfighter Incorporated, and it's a hardcore PvP multiplayer space warfare focused, as they put it, on pure, unadulterated tactical simulation combat from the minds behind X-Wing, Crisis, and Desert Combat. Ooh, so X-wing. Yeah, so you got some of that. Um, their little story blurb for it, I guess, is Mankind's Final Frontier has been destabilized by corporate interests and powerful private military companies. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. The powers that be look to look to elite mercenary pilots to secure their holdings violently if need be. So there's the, there's where the fun comes in, mm-hmm. and you pilot a single recon single single seat recon ship. You fly with squadrons of interceptors, or you can team up with others and crew a multi seat gunship as you take part in massive space battles. Oh, these guys built Bloodwake. This company did they? Yeah, or these guys? I, I mean, I don't know if they're the. But they well, yeah, they they made Bloodwick. Here's the dev team, because I, I when I looked at the dev team, I was like, Jesus, look at these guys. Well, before we get into that, they had um, they were because I was like, well, is this like Star Citizen? You know, 
Yeah. Which we had to get uh, Doc back on to talk about. Um, they said, this is what makes it different. They said it's pure high-intensity explosion-a-minute tactical space combat. There's no mining, no hunting womp rats, no exploration through deep space. All that stuff is awesome, and those games do extremely well. However, we decided that if we were going to be the best at one thing, it would be blowing stuff up. So that's from them. <laughs> well, there you go. Here's their dev team, though. And because I'm only bringing this up because the, the games that are under each one's belt. I was like, wow, look at that. So you have this guy, Jack Miamis. You know, I don't even oh, care. Whatever. Oh, my God. He's a creative director. He had Crisis. As he was the lead designer on Crisis, Far mm. Cry, and MechWarrior 2. He was the direct, director of MechWarrior 2. Right. Uh, David Westman is the lead designer. He's from the X-Wing series. Uh, and Bloodwake, you're right, and Saints Row. He was uh, okay, like design cool. lead designer on those. Um, Corey Seifert is a writer and executive producer. He was writer and designer and, and things on Homefront, Frontlines, Fuel of War. Um, and this one I, don't, I never heard of, though. Uh, Informant Training Simulation System, which I was like, that sounds like some kind of weird government thing. <laughs> uh the project manager, Mark Wilhelm, was from The Sims 2, Lair, and Laura Croft Tomb Raider Legend. Oh. And Nate Walpole is the art director. He's from Halo 2, 3, 4, and Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, shit. So I was just looking at, like, the, the, the talent base. Yeah. I was like... That's good talent. I was like, man, look at this. I was like, where the hell... You, that, that was just... It's quite the, yeah. quite, quite the pedigree to have on an... I'm looking at one of those, the ships here, and it looks... It's called an assault transport, the Pegasus. It looks just like something out of Halo. <laughs> it looks like the big ship in the beginning of the first Halo. The big ring? No, no, no. The, the ship. Not The ring's not a ship. What's What's in space. What? It's in space. It's, it's not a ship. It's a vessel. It's like a planet. It's not a planet. Shut up. <laughs> You're stupid. Shut up. <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. This yeah. game, what is it called? Star Citizen? No. <laughs> All right, well, let's just call it Star Citizen, okay? Well, but it's not. So, so this it's game, Starfighter Star Incorporated. <laughs> Starfighter Incorporated. Uh, yeah, I had a problem with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this. <clears throat> um, what what um, is this coming out on? Uh, Mac PC, right? Mac PC... And Linux isn't that what the so, so you're 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 not gonna actually be be playing this? I have a Mac. Do you? I do. How else am I doing you, this you, shitastic show? So are you gonna play with your uh, your keyboard and mouse? Well, see, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out how to get a joystick thing going on here. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. Yeah, you can get Oculus Rift. Oh, wait a minute. I Probably don't, not. I don't want that. I, I just watched their video, by the way, and um, the one dude was, like, looking around the Oculus Rift mm -hmm. like crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want an Oculus Rift. I, don't, I can't do that. Probably, give me, probably make me sick. But anyway. Yeah, apparently, it is making people sick. I mean, I think it's been known to make people sick, the Oculus Rift. Um, yeah, the motion sickness from it? Yeah, there's a weird fix for it, though. I, I forget what, what, it, what it is. Hold your breath. No, there's a really strange fix. I can't, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's something to do with like either lighting effects or sound. Something like really? counteracts the motion sickness. Yeah, really strange. Huh. I have to that, look it up. That's odd. But the um, it it's not good though. Like it, it whatever it was, there is sacrifices to quality of the oh. game. So it's kind of like, well, that, that's never gonna fly. <laughs> So I have one last game. You do? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at you with three. I know. It's called Elsinore. Yeah. It's a time-looping adventure game, or time-looping narrative adventure game set in the world of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Was this also on the first page? No. Stop. It's, uh, it it's set to release in 2016 on PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, you play as Ophelia, a young noblewoman of Denmark. What's the gameplay like? It's point-and-click adventure game. Uh, Is there a lot of um, a lot of suicides? <laughs> I don't think so. She, uh, the it's actually 
Let me see who the. I'm not gonna bother looking up the developer. We'll put the link in. Um, it said that it's Shakespeare meets Majora's Mask slash Groundhog Day. Wow, that's okay. Yeah, so it's quite the, you know the undertaking. I would think they have built into the game. Um, Cats with hairballs. Yes, <laughs> cats with hairballs. No. Um. I don't know. I'm all the real with the damn cat. <laughs> I just, I just fried your brain. Yeah, it's done. But anyway, <laughs> it sounds like a cool game. We'll have a link up, and you know, we'll have a link to all the, all the games we talked about in in the show notes for people to go check out and to back if they like. Um, I just thought it was cool because I haven't played a point and click in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I've played. You know, I used to play a bunch of those. I wanted to check Mist, out. This um, was, was one of them. I wanted to check out Broken Age by uh, what the hell are those guys Schaefer. Broken Age. Oh yeah, Tim. Tim, the Enchanter. Yeah, what the hell is this company called? Double Fine. Um, Broken yes. Broken Age. Um, I think it's coming to the PS4. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I, I would really like to check that out because I I like their their point and click games from. Way way back when, like mm-hmm. uh, Grim Fandango, which actually is thirty percent off for PSN users this month. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. You should buy that. Yeah, I gotta buy that because I didn't buy it when I had the chance before, but now that it's on sale, I gotta buy it. Yeah, but there was um like, uh, you know, there's it's it. I think it's cool to see the the creativity that people have, and you know what you know could possibly come out right or at least you know like because you never, you never know if it's going to get funded or not i guess that's part of the uh part of the fun yeah we should have talked about that too because well part of the not fun a lot of places well i shouldn't say a lot there are there are avenues of this stuff where you don't get your money back if it doesn't get funded like indiegogo i don't think it's the same type of Mm-mm. um releasing of funds no. like kickstarter does Right, Indiegogo is I, th- I is, well. Actually, I don't know about Indiegogo. I think it's GoFundMe. I think it's GoFundMe where you can say you want to raise, you know, five thousand dollars for your game, and if you only get twenty five hundred dollars pledged to you, that's all you get turned over is twenty five thousand twenty five hundred dollars. Right, there's no guarantees. Whereas, yeah, which Kickstarter is you have to meet your goal. If you don't meet your goal, then nobody gets charged. Right. Which I prefer that method. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks you know, for the dev if it's not a it big... It does suck. It does suck for the dev. Right. I mean, that, you know, because there, there were games and other, th- you know, and comics and things like that that I backed that uh, didn't get funded. And you're like, oh, that's a shame, you know? Yeah. But you can always just hope that they would try again. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you never know. Like, maybe there's something different they could try, like, Maybe they didn't do enough, you know, social media blasting or something, you know, whatever. <laughs> social media you know, blasting. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, I, I do, I do, I do like the, uh, I do like a lot of these indie games that, that are like, at least on the board, like people want to make and that are hoping that we'll get funded. I so. just like the idea that we're taking away from the big fucking publishers. <laughs> you know, I, I I am all for that. You you told us earlier in the show that uh, Activision made close to a billion dollars of two games, and yeah. uh, I don't know about Hearthstone or the fuck it's called. Is that a mobile game? Uh, I think it's part of WoW. Okay, whatever. Um, and and Destiny. Now, I like Destiny for the amount of time I played it, and then I stopped playing because I stopped liking it. That's the way it goes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, it is. I feel like that money could be dispersed to lots of very, very, very talented uh, studios that could make amazing games with a fraction of the cost of a game like Destiny, which is all based on timing. You know, I mean, there's there's a reason why we didn't get all this stuff in Destiny initially, and we've talked about that this before. We beat this mm-hmm. horse to death, and it's all about keeping on schedule. Um I don't know what happened with Bungie because Bungie used to 
push shit back. If things weren't going right, they were like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to push it back a year. Halo 2 was delayed, I think, twice. And then finally we got a great game. Right. So I'm kind of spinning I just sent you a link to your gamer article, just in retro quick, that has the... Yeah. They talked about the earning, you know, yeah. so you just have it. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm spiraling out of control here. My, my point is that that money can be allocated way better, I think, to these these uh, these indie devs. Not even if they're, like, not seasoned devs. We're, we're talking about devs that have left other companies that are big, you know, like you, you mentioned Tomb Raider and uh, X-Wing and all these other stuff that, you know... Far Cry. Far Cry. These are large IPs, right? Halo 2, 3, and 4. There's got to be a reason that they decided to leave their... Crisis. ...their position to move on to something else and I, I really think it's because the heart and soul of these things and games is being lost and destroyed by these big companies like Activision, Ubisoft uh, you know, EA they don't give a shit well, about us, they don't give yeah. a shit about the games they care about the money well some would say it's because they have shareholders who you know, that they're that's the point you know, though, that's exactly the point I'm making this this kind of thing, uh, indie games, these crowdfunded indie games, uh, there is no shareholders. We're the shareholders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have an invested interest in it, and I think that's more brilliant than somebody who's ninety year old, ninety years old, sitting on a, a board somewhere and doesn't give a shit about what's really going on in the game. He just wants to see a return on his investment. Oh well, no, I agree with you. It's you know totally like these indie guys I do it for the love of the game. Yeah. And they are, I would think, for the most part, more connected with their fan base. Yeah. Or at least with the community itself. It's almost like our, our government system here in, in the States, you know? The the people making laws for things like the internet are 100 years old. And they, they're just not <laughs> fucking relevant anymore. They haven't been relevant since, the, you know, Jesus Christ, 50 years. And 50 years <laughs> ago, there was no fucking internet. So they've never been relevant. <laughs> you know, yet they're running it. Yeah, well, when you have, it is odd having people make decisions for technology that don't use the technology. Right, and it's exactly the same thing for for these games, um, you know, these de- these mm. deadlines. So I'm, I'm I'm very happy to give these devs my my money when it's uh when it's a project that interests me. I, I've done it a couple times already. Um, sure. We also do it when you go on to the, you know, the PlayStation Network or I assume Xbox Live. I don't, I absolutely that that's lapsed from me, so I don't, I don't even, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what's available there. But I mean, you could pick up like indie games over, you know, through there, yeah. like thing, you know, that do turn out to be very I mean, a lot no of No Man's Sky technically is is a indie game, it, and, and vaporware at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is that game? I, I have no idea. Oh my god, I want to play that game so bad. Yeah, I really hope it doesn't suck. Ugh, I know. It's got to come out soon. And Joyrock actually asked me um, what games are coming out, and I was like, dude, I couldn't even tell you. I, I really am so depressed when it comes to games these days. <laughs> I eventually well, need to the, give him a list, a good list. The Witcher 3 is coming out. Yeah, I mentioned that. I I didn't really like the second one, so I don't know if I'm going to bother. No. And you canceled your pre-order, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you did. No, I forgot to. Well, let me ha- let me know how it is. Yeah. You can read a review. Well, I'll bet you'll be better than the House of Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yep. Right now, I think I could say hands down that it'll be much better. Yeah. Way much better. More and more. All right. So, so let's know what you guys are thinking. About the House of Wolves. Did you see any of the streams that have been coming out for this past few weeks from Bungie? You excited for the Prisoner of Elders or Trials of Osiris, even though that, you know they did reveal that last week? Um, how about indie games where you stand on them? Are you kickstarting anything in particular that you want to like spread the word about? Head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash homebazooka and leave us a comment. You can also check out our site at homebazooka.com. There we have links to our Twitter, Facebook pages, as well as the Rise Geek Network. When you're on the Rise of Geek Network, there's a whole bunch of shows you can check out, like Ultimate Face Palm, Super Podcast of Magnifico, which I am on, with the angry Juan Dejo. You can also hit the internet in general, Google out Feed It Comics, and, ch- and say hi to good old Doc Flux. He's always got some 
cool stuff going on. So with all that, we'll be back next week. Until then, say goodbye, Doomy. See ya. Oh, boy. Who? <laughs> what, what the fuck is happening over there? Are the, you dying? No. Uh, the cat's, cat's gonna, <laughs> it's got a hairball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh. She, is she done yet? No. Get, no, get with my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'll edit this out for No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> you better leave this shit in. I'm totally making like a an auto-tune version of this. You're, you're right, buddy. You're right. <laughs>